Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, the eagerly awaited US inflation data was not as strong as feared. And that boosted equities with the S&P 500 up 2.1% on the day. Quite a big move. It also depressed bond yields and the US dollar. The Aussie dollar and the Kiwi dollar outperformed most of the majors. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 1.1% on the day, with the Aussie dollar rising from 69.50 to 71.09 and taking it up to a two-month high, so quite a big move overnight. And the Kiwi dollar similarly up from 62.80 to 64.34. The Aussie Kiwi cross, it eked a slightly lower range of 110.32 to 110.65, not too much going on there still. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield plunged in response to the US CPI data from 3.29% to 3.07%, but later on did retrace to 3.22%, so net-net, only a small fall. Uh, The 10-year yield similarly fell from 2.81% to 2.67%, before retracing all the way back to 3.80%, so really no reaction there in the long end. And uh, markets are currently pricing the Fed funds rate to be 60 basis points higher at the next meeting in September, so still uh, putting some chance of a 75-point move in there. And Australian interest rates, uh, they mimic those US moves. The three-year government bond yield via the futures, initially falling from 3.11 to 2.97 before retracing back to 3.05%. And the 10-year yield uh, down from 328 to 3.18%. And then back up again to 3.27% for next to no uh, net move overall. Uh, Markets currently pricing the RBA cash rate to be 43 basis points higher at the next meeting in September and about 150 basis points higher by year end. Uh, Commodity markets had a uh, fairly contained session. Brent crude oil down just 0.2% to $99. Copper's down 0.1%. Gold's down 0.2%. And iron ore's down 0.1% to $108. So no real uh, movement there in the commodity complex. Now a bit more on that uh, CPI data uh, from the US. It was for the month of July. And as I said, it was not as strong as expected. Um, 0% change on a monthly basis and uh, the annual pace slipped from previously uh, 9.1% down to 8.5%. Uh, so uh, suggesting that a peak in inflation in a headline sense may have been formed. And then if you look into the detail, uh, there were declines in 10 out of the 38 major components, which is quite a turnaround from May when all 38 components uh, were rising. Uh, Fed member Evans spoke after that CPI report. He said it was positive news, but he did warn inflation still unacceptably high, and he thought that the Fed will continue hiking, uh, taking the Fed rate up to uh, the area of 35 to 3.5% by year-end, and uh, by next year, 375 to 4% was his end target. On the day, what's that that could be market moving, that could distract from that uh, inflation news? Not a lot out globally. Uh, in Australia, we'll have an inflation expectations survey from the MI, uh, which should continue to mirror the rises in actual inflation. And in New Zealand, we'll be watching the RINZ uh, housing data, which should continue their downfall for the month of July and foreshadow further 
price weakness ahead. We also get migration data, but um, the near-term readings on that are usually not important given that they are model estimates. We have to wait some time before they are revised to reflect the actual uh, reality in the uh, migration um, patterns. And in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, not too much going on. The US does have PPI inflation, that's sorry, producer price inflation. Uh, that will be superseded by uh, last night's news. So really uh, probably uh, not likely to cause uh, a major market reaction. And of course, we get the uh, weekly initial jobless claims data. Uh, so that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. And we're back again same time tomorrow morning.